Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Welcome to Speak Life. Today is May 3rd, 3rd, 2022. I'm praying you had the most blessed day today. In the name of Jesus, I'm lifting up my whole household. I am lifting you up and your whole household. I'm lifting me up too. I'm lifting up the kingdom family worldwide, the beloved of God, the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those that are shutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, worn, and even withered. I'm lifting you up, lifting your family up, beloved, in the name of Jesus. I'm lifting up children worldwide, lifting up the children worldwide in the name of Jesus. Yes. And I am lifting up those that sing through, press through, dance through, pray through, praise through, worship through, however they do it. They keep moving and they keep going even when it's such a challenge and it's such an obstacle. And even when that mountain seems like it's not going to move, it's moving. Yeah, that, that mountain is, is, is moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can take its time. It can move immediately. Whatever the case may be, that mountain is moving in, in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, this enemy that we see today, we should see no more. No, that's, that's, that's manifesting in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I, I declare that. So, Father, I come to you, Lord God. I thank you. <sighs> I thank you, Lord. For this day, I thank you for being in the land of the living, Lord God. I thank you for all my brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus. And I'm praying for those who did not live to see this new day, Lord. I pray that they confess that you are Lord Jesus and they believed in their heart that you was risen from the dead by God the Father. So they should be saved. So because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray you send the ear to hear that you have assigned to hear and, and anything that is not of you make it sound like static in their hearing so it's just like it's just like the old saints humming so the enemy don't understand that's how i ask you to do it in the name of jesus but for those that you know that you've sent and their assignment is to glorify god to grow to edify whatever the case may be I thank you, Lord, but for every other enemy in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Yeah, let them hear the the line of Judah roar in the name of Jesus. Like it's in your words, some heard thunder and some heard an angel. And oh, thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And be ye glorified. I invite you in the speak life. I invite you into my heart so you can speak, Lord God, to me, through me, and for me. For the edifying of the body, for the bond of peace among the saints, Lord God, so we can all grow into the statue of Jesus Christ, Lord God. And I thank you in advance for all that you've done doing and all that you will do. Be ye glorified, be lifted up high in Jesus' name. So good afternoon, beloved. I'm praying all is well with you. So what I can't talk about is that he died for that. He died for that. Yeah. He died for that. Yeah. The Lord elected and died for his election. Okay, He elected and he died for his election. So we, you know, it's like we are elected by God. God is, God is just, 
The Lord is amazing. So I was in Colossians uh, in the afternoon prayer. And, you know, I just, I don't pray, I don't post the prayers. I guess it's not season though. So, so I'm going in, we're going to Colossians house today. We're going to take a trip to Colossians house today. Okay. So we are in Colossians 2. We're at Colossians 2, and we're going to see how far we get, uh, whatever thus says the Lord. So in verse 1, for I would or want that you know what great conflict. So I got stuck right there. What great conflict. Mm -hmm. See, and um, I know there's those out there that can testify of this. Especially since social media. Now, even with shepherds that were before, definitely missionaries, evangelists, all those pastors and, and shepherds before, right? They can testify. You don't know who the sheep are that are going to come to you. Unless it's like a family church and everybody family. Okay? And even with that, you still don't know what you're wrestling with. Or what you're rustling for. What, what that sheep is tied into. What have that sheep entangled itself in? Okay. So thank you Lord Jesus for that one that I, I was and am assigned to. Lord bless him real good. Because it's like we are entangled in the world. And the world is full of darkness. And great is that darkness. So there's so many things and spirits that we can be entangled with, um, especially when people are sexually active. You're taking on soul ties or what they uh, grew into with the generational curses, what families are practicing in their households. It could be anything like what they're watching as eating as spiritual food and stuff like that. So it's all these things that are conjoined with spirits because we know spirits don't come by themselves. Okay? So we see this in good and we see this in the evil. Okay? So the Holy Spirit has nine chambers, but it's one spirit. But there is nine chambers for that one spirit. So the Holy Spirit comes, right? But Holy Spirit brings love. That's one. Spirit. Spirit. Just love. Okay? Second chamber is the spirit of joy. Then you have the spirit of peace. So that's another spirit can join. So do you see what I'm saying? They are one, but there's nine chambers. And then you have long-suffering. So long-suffering is a spirit. So long-suffering is a part. And then you have gentleness. Gentleness is a spirit. So gentleness is a part. And then you have goodness. Goodness is a spirit. Goodness is a part. Faith is a spirit. Faith comes. Then that's the seventh. And then you have meekness. Meekness is a spirit. Then here comes the spirit of meekness. And then you have temperance. Temperance the spirit. So when temperance come, temperance, right, with somebody that's out of control. So it's like we off of impulse and, and just just reactive, right? So we have to get the spirit of temperance. So imagine 
we come in and we we don't have all nine chambers before we come to Christ. We don't like you might have, you might be a person full of love, but you don't have long suffering for other people. You know, you love them until you get tired of them. Okay, or you're not very gentle. See, because I know I'm, you know, a little rough around the edges. So all these things, right? And then somebody has to pray for us. So you take Saul, right before he was transformed to Paul. So you take Saul and Ananias, you know, Ananias like, hey, oh, God said, the assignment for you is to go lay hands on Paul of Tarsus. So imagine, you like, Paul, not Saul. So you're like, Saul, the one that's killing us, the one that's dragging Christians out of the house. My assignment is to, so imagine being him, right? Before Paul is truly transformed and renewed as Saul. So imagine if that is your assignment. You're Ananias, and God said, okay, Ananias, I have the assignment for you today because you're the person I can trust with this assignment. And you are going to um, go, and you're going to go speak to Paul. You're going to speak to Paul. Not Paul. You're going to speak to Saul. Because they don't yet know them, know him as Paul. So you're going to go speak to Saul. Saul, the one that just consented to the death of Stephen. You're going you're gonna to go and, and um, yeah, I have, uh, I have work for him. I have work for him. So you're going to go and... Uh, and you're going to go, and you're going to, uh, yeah, that same Saul that is persecuting the church. Yeah, you're going, mm -hmm. that's the one, yeah, that's the one, you got the right guy. And so imagine you being chosen. So Ananias, right, Ananias just mind his business, not knowing Saul is going to be converted. So imagine Ananias' prayer life. And so it says here, okay, so Jesus has talked to Saul. So we're in Acts 9. And, and this is how it starts with Saul, right? This is how it starts. We're, we're at Acts. We're at Acts House. we making a quick pit stop at Acts, you know, Acts House with Luke. Okay, so it says, and Saul yet breathing out threatenings. And slaughter. So he's yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord. Went into the high priest and desired of him, of the high priest. Now, when you think about that, the high priest is giving a letter of consent to slaughter the high priests i mean really really um think about that the priests so you know it was all messed up right so it says and desired of him letters to damascus to the synagogues the priests that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. 
So the priest like, yeah, this is a good idea. How can that be? But the priest. So it says, um, and as he journeyed, he came to Damascus and suddenly, see now we're going to see where it says oh, he fell off a horse or he was faint. It says, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven and he fell to the earth. Didn't say no creature yet. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him. See, because he was humbled, he fell to the earth. Okay. But it says, and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecute thou me? That is, you know, many of us are in all levels of persecution. And it's not about us. It's about he that is within us. It, the, the rage and the slaughter and the anger and the threatenings and the warfare is not even about us personally. Because most of the people that are martyred and persecuted and killed, the people that's coming after them don't even know them. They know the work that they're doing for the Lord. But they don't know the people. They know the work that they're doing for the Lord. And that is what's making them angry. If we are lifting up the, the name of Jesus, it's that is what's making them angry. And the Lord says, you'll be hated above all men. You're just like, how? Okay. So it says, Saul, Saul, why persecute thou, you, me? And he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord says, I am Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the word of God, the son of God, the anointed one, okay? The Lord, whom thou persecutes. It is hard for you to kick against the pricks. And he trembled and astonished. Yeah, because you you just, you doing all kind of crazy stuff. And you got that letter with you to go persecute every Jesus that you find. Okay? So it says, and he trembling and astonished. And somebody might be watching this that's persecuting Jesus. The only reason you're watching these videos is to persecute Jesus. But guess what? Saul didn't know he was going to take a fall. But Saul fall and he became Paul. So, I mean, hey, people people don't know that when, what, who and what God is going to use. Okay, so it says, and he trembled and astonished said, Lord, what will you have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into, I, lo I love the Lord, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And Saul arose from the earth, no longer going to be earthly minded, no longer in his own understanding of rudiment teachings of men, those traditions, okay? And those high priests that's giving you lettuce to go slaughter. Okay, so it says, And Saul arose from the earth, and when his, and when his eyes were open, he saw no man, but they led him. See that, you know, you got to love the Lord. Saul arose from the earth, right? Saul arose from the earth. 
And when his eyes were opened, because now his eyes are open. Now his eyes are open. He saw no man. Uh -uh. He don't see no man no more. It's all about Jesus now. He don't see no man no more. He don't see no man no more. He don't. Paul is going to be one of the most highest spiritually sighted men. He don't see no man no more. So are we still seeing men? Or are we walking in the spirit? Are we walking in the flesh? Or are we walking in the spirit? Because Paul don't see no man no more. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was there three days, me and those threes, without sight. And neither did eat nor drink. And there was cert a certain definite disciple at Damascus named Ananias. Poor Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, behold, I am here, Lord. Ananias had a relationship with God. Most people don't really talk about Ananias. Ananias is that person. Whether whoever Ananias, the Ananias is walking around, is so in tune with God that he is holding a conversation and he knows God's voice. Ananias know who the Lord is. Because Ananias wasn't like, who is that? Who's talking to me? Is it me or is it God? What's that me or what's that God? Ananias knows God's voice. Ananias knows in a vision and he said behold I am here this I'm telling you the scriptures give us all the instructions that we need the scriptures are so powerful because Abram the the men and the women of God that know the voice of the Lord and even because remember Samuel didn't yet know the voice of the Lord so Eli, after going to Eli, going to the man first, three times, he then get instructed, the next time you are called, it, your servant hears. So Samuel had to be trained, which most of us don't know the voice of God, but we have to come into the knowledge and, and be trained or shown how to hear God's voice. But Ananias didn't have that issue. Many of the most powerful men and women of God, they show us how to respond to God. Everything that is written in the word is our instruction. How to pray. And we, we take it on our own because we have learned to do that. But the most powerful responses of God is written in the scriptures. And this is why he gave it to us so we can have the same response from him that those that went on before us. Okay. So there's so many of them that answered, I am here, here am I, speak Lord. That is the proper response. And God, out of his mind and his heart, he's telling us how to respond to him. And we just doing it our own way. Yeah. Okay. So it says, I am here, Lord. 
And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street which is called straight. I I I love the Lord. The street called straight. Say, yeah. He gonna he he's getting on straight and narrow street now. So just go pick up Paul. Go go touch him. Lay hands on him. Ta ta. And cause now he's on the straight street. Okay. It says, and inquire in the house of Judas. Yeah, Paul's hooked up with Judas, putting Jesus on the cross. Mm -hmm. Hooked up with, hooked up with Judas. For one called Saul of Tarshish, for behold, he prays. And have seen in a vision a man named Ananias. He's already prepared. Don't worry. He's not going to stone you. He's not going to do all that. Because he's already seen in the vision that a man named Ananias is coming. You got to love the Lord. Like, you know, he, he'll prepare us all in different ways. Ananias coming to your house. And then you're like, who's Ananias? Knock on the door. Here come Ananias. Your name Ananias? Yeah. So we waiting for somebody in the church. And, and this person show up. And somebody, you know, God might say, she's going to be wearing this. And she's going to. And that person show up. you just like, okay. Look at God. So it says, um, and have seen in the vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive sight. See, because Paul the type of person, or Saul. Saul was the type of person you got to prepare him. You got to prepare him. You got to, you know, some of us, God has to just say, okay, listen. Now, this is what's going to happen. A, B, C, D. Because of our character. A, B, C, D. Because some, because, you know, some people, the person coming to help you and you ready to fight, you know, or you, you won't receive them because I don't know, John in the wilderness wearing that camel here and eating that loaf. I don't, mm -mm, I don't trust that brother right there. So God have to say, okay, I'm sent, I sent a man by the name of John. He is not the light, but he came to bear witness of the light. So God, some of us, he got to spell it out. Other people, he, he might just say, you know, uh, go down to the potter's house and be, and we just like Jeremiah, we just going down to the potter's house. You know, we just, we just, we like Abram, we just walk in. But the other ones of us have to be like, okay, this is, this is, okay. This is how it's going down. Their name, got to give them their whole name and they're going to be wearing this. And this is what they're going to say and do to you. And you're going to receive them. And because otherwise we're not going to receive them. God got to tell me. So God did tell you when you read the scripture this morning and God said that he was telling you then. But because of your character and you were one of those ones breathing out uh, threatenings and, and slaughter, I have to break it down to you. Because, see, this this nose here, this nose, all of our noses have spirit, or every, every inch of our body. So the nose breathes in and out what the spirit is. You remember God blew the breath of life in his nostril. So, yeah, so he says, have seen the vision of a man named Ananias coming in. Okay, so I got to hurry up and get off of this. This wasn't what I was supposed to come talk about. Okay, and Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man 
how much evil he has done to the saints. So the whole point I was trying to make, we done got into Paul and Ananias, uh, and, and we had to talk about uh, Jesus died for us. So the thing is, right, this is the point I was trying to make. When we are assigned these things, like, okay, so with me being on uh, live on Facebook in the morning and praying, right, and I thank God that he stopped me after the second prayer to not post it out of my main page. Because you don't know who is being drawn. You don't know what they're into. You don't know who's connected to them. You don't know what they're connected to. I had a sister invite me to some groups that, and it just seemed innocent, but it was so much demonic activity in those groups. And and they talking about their praying. So it's like, yeah, and this, this, um, now I've had two sisters invite me to groups. One sister I know, uh, first lady, I can, I can trust her with that. But I've had, and, and due to the fact that I know first lady have the sight. And, but this, uh, I mean, I was just like, um, no. Okay. And so with that being said, you go into and you start posting worldwide and the files will launch in the branches. That's what the Lord says. And you really don't know those files. Cause see, you prefer a bird than a file to launch somewhere. There's a difference between there's different spirits with a bird in a file. The raven and the dove both were sent out by Noah, but they responded differently. There is a difference between a bird and a file. So you don't know what people are connected to and you're warring for them because if you're praying for someone, that means you step in as the middle person to reconcile or get an answer from God so this person, whether they can hear from God or they can't, and if they if they got a blockage or things in their life swarming around them, if they, I mean, because you pray, you meet all kinds, you, and so it's like, you don't know what is, it may not be goodness and mercy following them. It may not be goodness and mercy following them. It may not be. It may not be goodness and mercy following them. It could be death following them. I've had I, I've had that experience. Like, whoa, wait a minute, who do who are you? Why are all these things? Why is death following you? I had to tell them, look, death following you. So it's like goodness and mercy might not be following them, and so you're praying for them. And all these other things now they're coming at you because they're trying to keep that soul. They're trying to keep that soul. That's how it goes. I don't care who it is. Could be your child. Could be your mama, your daddy. But they're into dark things. And now you're like, I'm praying for my mama, praying for my daddy. Whole household just getting attacked because they done tapped into they doing Ouija boards and now. I don't know what it is. But yeah, goodness and mercy may not be following them all the days of their life. No. Could be generational curses. Could have had some witches in the family. Don't even know it. Some warlocks in the family. Don't even know it. 
Yeah, the stuff I've seen these days. Okay. So it says here, let's go into the word. Colossians 2. We back at Colossians' house. We done hop, skipped, and from Acts because we stayed there way too long. Okay. So for I would that you knew what great conflict. Oh, that's where I got stopped at. What great conflict. What great conflict. You know, it's a lot of times when we read and we run past this stuff because I, I just saw the conflict today. A serious disagreement or argument, okay, Pro, uh, typically a protracted one, okay, to be incompatible or a variance or clash or war. Yeah. I would or would like or want you to know what great conflict I have for you or because of you. A lot of those praying mothers, they were so effective in the prayer because of the previous warfare they already went through. It might have been a lot of warfare in their own personal life. I'm telling you, some of those old saints that can pray down heaven for real, for real, they didn't just get there one day. They woke up, oh, heavenly, oh, tear down. No. They went through some wars before they got to that point. And they got confident in their prayer. Jesus, thank you. They got confident in their prayer life to now look at stuff and say, oh, we, uh-uh, no. Oh, kingdom of darkness, uh, you going to let them go. And now I'm out. Call down heaven unto earth right now in the name of Jesus. So it says, so I would that you knew what great conflict I have for you. I'm in verse 1 uh, second, uh, of Colossians 2. And for them at Laodicea, for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love. So imagine, contrary to that, hearts are knit together in, in hate. They're knit together, though. They're in agreement with each other. Some people come, they hate you because somebody else hates you. They don't even know you. <laughs> and they hate you just because somebody else hates you that don't know you. Or they see spirit, recognize spirit. So they see the light and they're like, oh, man, uh-uh. And now they hate you because that's what Jesus said. Uh, you know, hey. The world first hated me. So you picking up that cross, guess what? The world gonna hate you, okay? The world love you, there's an issue. So it says, um, and their hearts might be comforted in being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding. We have to be assured in our understanding in God. So we have to continue to study to get the understanding. Because wisdom, hey sis, how you doing? I don't know how long you was there. I did blessings sent to you, peace, blessings, and grace sent to you and your whole household in the name of Jesus. I'm just on the road. I just saw you, sis, in the name of Jesus, sending love out to you, woman of God. So it says here um, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto our riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement. Of the mystery of God. Okay. Good to see you, beloved woman. You're a strong sister. I love you, sis. 
And it says, um, and the father of Christ, the father of the word of God, because God, God birthed the word, birthed it in us, birthed Jesus is the word of God. So it says, in whom, in Christ, our Lord, the word of God, are hid, I love this, are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So if we don't ever go to the word, or we go to the word scarcely, then, I love you, sis, then we're not getting the treasures that pertain to our life and godliness. There is treasures that pertain to our life and godliness because the word says through his divine power, he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. So the, the more knowledge we get of God, the more treasures we obtain through God. It says, in whom, in Jesus Christ, the word of God, our Lord, are hid all the treasures of the wisdom of God because it's the Bible. It's the, he is the Bible. He's the scriptures. He's the word of God. He is the heart and mind of God. Okay. So in, in this, I say, lest or otherwise, any man should, any man should beguile you, trick you, just like the serpent in the garden. Okay. Beguile you with enticing words. That's why we have to study. So when someone is teaching us or preaching, we, we can say amen because a lot of people say amen and don't know whether it's true. But you're saying in the in the witness of all these people and the witness of God and the witness of the great clouds of witnesses that you agree because that's what amen means. So there's many times I can't say amen because I'm not in agreement. I'm not. I'm not in agreement. And so I have to hold that amen because if I speak amen, I'm saying I agree. And if you're speaking it just out of, just speaking it, you're used to speaking that, you're going to be held accountable because you're saying you agree with what's being said or what's being demonstrated or preached or taught, whether it's the truth or not. You're saying, amen. So it says, for though I be absent in the flesh, yet am I with you. I'm in Colossians 2, verse 5 now. Yet am I with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order how you're living, your conduct, how you're running this race, okay? Um, and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ, in the word of God. Okay, so it says, as you have therefore received, because God sent someone to preach to all of us that, and so we can receive. He sent, he has people that's after his own heart in the name of Jesus, that's rightly dividing this word. Whoever you are, Whoever he has elected, right, and whatever you're, you're elected for, that's who your teachers are. But many times now, especially with the internet, we go to all kinds of teachers that's not even assigned to teach us. And this is where the confusion comes in because God is not the author of that. It has to be your teaching. It, it, no matter who teaching you, it should be across the board, the same doctrine. It might take you to a different level. It might take you to a different level of understanding, but it should be the same doctrine of Jesus Christ. There should be no strange nothing in it. It should be, you should be able to go to the word of God and you should be able to see, study to show so you can see, show, show, so you can see it. And so that 
doctrine should be the doctrine of Jesus Christ, the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's why people get into these dead strolls and, and into all these tyrants or whatever the case may be, uh, the hidden books. You, I don't get into those because God did not, if God wanted them in the word, they would have been in the word of God. Okay. So he has given us the doctrine that gets us to the kingdom of God. All those other, um, Mac and whatever Maccabees and uh, uh, when I first was in, when I first came into the faith, I liked to study. So I got, I got connected to the Maccabees and I'm thinking I'm all proud. One of my pastors, he's teaching. I'm like, that cause the Maccabees, he said, Colleen, whoa, 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 we ain't doing that in here. And I was offended because I was too busy. I wonder, mm, I know these things. But once I got past that ignorance of understanding what is in the word of God, and this is the thing, and I know one of my sisters, she stopped watching me because I say this, but this is the thing about all these watered down Bibles. They're not saying the same thing. And because no matter what the teaching is, you should be able to study and go into that word and get the same revelation. And we don't understand the enemy. If the enemy could be in the church, if the enemy can get his hands on the word, because that's what Jesus said. I should be given into the hands of evil men. So the thing is, people now have all these different Bibles. God didn't say he anointed all or ordained all of that. He knows he knows it's going to happen. But that's why Revelation said every eye should see me, even those that pierced me. Because when you jab into the word, you have now pierced Jesus Christ. So you put this thing, I'm, I'm going to take this one. This word sound better. But... It's not the same. It's not. And this is how some people get these revelations. You're like, where you get that from? Where, where did you? Show me that in the word. Oh, well, in the new living, distant, cross the street version says, mm -mm. it has to be across the board because God said one mind, one heart, and one spirit. It, it, that's how you can go and turn on and a pastor saying this. Then you, you go to church that your pastor saying the same thing. Because it's one spirit, it's one word, it's one God. He's not confused. So it says, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, okay, the word of God, so walk you in him, in Christ Jesus, the Lord, the word of God. Root it. Get that word rooted. So if we have a stony heart, if our heart is hard, we got to till that ground. And how you till it, you keep your face in the word, and you keep praying about that. God, until my heart. Because he says, whatever you ask for, he'll give it to you. Until my heart. Till, get all this stony ground, because your word has to be rooted in me. You, it has to be rooted. So when I got to stand to stand, I'm standing on solid. I'm standing on the solid ground. I'm standing on the solid rock of the word. I'm not, my house now shaking and, 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 no. Because I'm rooted in sound doctrine sound wisdom in the name of Jesus, rooted and built up. So we grow. We're built up into the stature of Jesus Christ. It says rooted and built up in him, in the name of Jesus, in him, in Jesus Christ, the word of God, our Lord. Okay. Established. Now, at, when I used to see this word established without the e, established, established, I used to change it into established, but that's not what it is. Established means to be stable. Established means to be established, but without the E, it means to be stable because we have to get stable 
in the word, where we're not tossed to and fro. We're stable. We are steadfast, unmovable, unshakable in the word of God, in the name of Jesus. So it says rooted. You hear my, you hear them spirits going off up there? I just, you know, they just going to do what they do. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep. Nothing is stopping me from proclaiming the gospel, but God himself. So if, if the Lord allows somebody to take me out because I'm preaching, I'm going out preaching the word. I'm walking out of here like Enoch, okay? Listen, I done been in the world. So y'all can shake, y'all can try to tear the ceiling down. Do what you do, but you mess up, you're going to get saved. Okay, so it says, rooted and built up in him, in Christ Jesus, the Lord, established in the faith. So we are stabilized in the faith. As you have been taught, he have assigned our teachers, our shepherds, our leaders. Some have apostles, some have pastors, some have teachers, some have, and, and he, and, and yes, Lord, I mean, you know, one day I can't wait to give the testimony because people, I'm just, okay. But anyway, it's, so it says rooted and built up in him, established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Thank, glory be to God, okay? So it says, beware. So let's have caution. Beware, lest, perhaps otherwise, any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments, which is elementary teaching of the world. That's with the other books and stuff. And not after Christ, the actual word of God, what God have spoken from the beginning. It says in our Lord, for in him, in Christ, the Lord Jesus, in the word, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So in Christ is body, is the body of God. It's his mind, it's his heart, it's the soul of God, it's in the word of God. All the mysteries of God, all the treasures of God, the hidden manner of God, the power in Christ is all in the revelation of Jesus Christ. Throughout the Bible, you get equipped, you get your weapons, you get your marching orders, you get your call, you get what you are anointed to do, you get filled with the Holy Ghost. Everything is in Christ Jesus. You get your healing. You can speak over your body. You can, he said, those that believe should be able to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. He said, you should be able to cast out demons for those that believe. You get all this power. You get your feet washed in Christ. You get everything. You get everything that you need. You get your strength the strength of the Lord, you get your belief, you get the building of your faith, all these things, you get the protection of the line of the tribe of Judah, you get everything in the word of God. And this, if, if nobody ever remembers anything that I say to them, it's like the more you study the mind and the heart of God, the more he equips you. He says the, the tokens and the benefit, not just read, study, 
We have to study to show ourselves approved. We like to read. He says, study, get you a notepad, get you a pen, get you a dictionary. You got it on uh, Google, but I like a, uh, I like physical stuff because you might not be able to find the actual strongs on Google. So I, I have my dictionary. You get your notebooks, you get a tape recorder if you need, because that's how, this is how Speak Life started. Speak Life started with my computer uh, recording what I was studying because I was not grasping it. So I had to hear myself. Those are the benefits of yet the receiving of Christ. I, I tell you. And so your eyes get open like Paul's eyes was open receiving Christ. After he talked to Christ, his eyes were open, even though he was blind, he had scale light because now God has to remove all those things that he thought he knew, all those things that Paul saw, saw, thought, saw, knew before he was Paul. God had to remove what was blinding him, the darkness that was blinding him, the rudiment teachers of men, because he was taught by the very best. He was taught by the very best. Okay. So Paul had to, uh, before he got transformed to Paul, God may change your name. That's how I became Rachel. It's like he got to remove those scales off of you, those things that were blinding you, though the hatred, the love, whatever it is, with somebody teaching you religiously thinking off the surface of the word. He got to remove all those scales, not just off of our eyes, but off of our heart because we have to want to receive Christ. So when we're studying, we have to want to receive what the word is saying because it is a sit word. Today, this is a sit word because I pray and God tell me what to sit, but we haven't gotten to the cross yet. So it says, and, and I still got to close. It says, and you are complete. The Lord said, be ye perfect for the Lord thy God is perfect. And we like to say, ain't nobody perfect, but the Lord said, be ye perfect for the Lord thy God is perfect. So what he means is this verse right here. And you are complete in him, in Christ Jesus. You are complete. What helps us with studying is to put our name there and to put Jesus' name there. Whatever name you call him, Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh, whether you call him the word of God, you, okay, Rachel and Veronica are complete in him, in Christ Jesus, in the word of God, in the Lord. So that way, not only it becomes personal, sometimes our mind could take it better because now we don't see the word so far away. The word is right here personal in our, our face because the kingdom of God is at hand. So it says, and you are complete in him. So when we read these hymns and he, no, no, you are complete in him. I am complete in Jesus. I am complete in God. I am complete in the word of God. I am complete through the Bible. I am complete through the scriptures. So it becomes real. It becomes real. And it says, and you are complete in him, which is the head. This, this kind of tripped me up uh, today. And I got to close because I know I've been on here long. You are complete in Christ, in the head, which is the head of all principalities and powers. Principalities and powers. This is how you cast out demons because it's through the word of God. All power is given to him in the heavens and the earth. Okay? Later on, there won't be no sea. But right now, 
you are complete in him, which is, you are complete in Jesus, which Jesus, the word of God, is the head of all principalities and powers. The word. This is how Paul, a viper, could come on his hand he could shake it off. Because he knows the authority that he has. He knows the authority. This is how Peter can, they can speak to the man and he leaps up because it's the word of God. They have so much faith in what they're saying through the word of God. This is how Elijah can say, Elijah can say no rain and it don't rain. And then he go and pray again and it rains. This is how Elisha can say blind their eyes because they have so much faith in God and their communication this is how Ananias can say, I'm here, Lord. They have that relationship built, that time spent with God. Enoch can walk straight on up out of here because of that time, that time that God says before you even say it, I've already responding to you. This is, this is how it happens. This is how you see people being elevated, not even by man, or man has to elevate some people, because their relationship with God has already preordained it and it has to happen. It got to happen. It got to happen. That's what he died for. He died so we can have everything that he has. He died so we can be complete in him. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Y'all have the most blessed evening in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I love you, sis. Be strengthened. He's calling you to a thing. This is why tribulation comes. And because spiritual realms know when a call is being done. Spiritual realms know when an assignment is getting ready to be in place. Spiritual realms know when you're going to prepare. Propel in Christ. Because it starts to get hectic around in spirit. So even through sickness, through your family, whatever, pay attention in the spirit realm because God is saying something. In spirit, it's the winds and the waves trying to distract. So I love, I love you. To God be all the glory. In our mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Peace.